Hey, this is Brendan. And this is Vargas. And we're from Debates on Tap, here to tell you to come join us and some of our podcast friends on Sunday, March 6th. We're hosting a Mario Golf charity tournament to help raise money and awareness for Hope House, a domestic violence shelter here in Kansas City. We'll be at Cinderblock Brewery at 1 p.m. on March 6th, battling our friends from First Issue Club, Who the Hell is This For, and Nightmare Junkhead, and 18 Holes of Pure Chaos. Every donation you make to Hope House can also turn the tide in the favor of your favorite podcast. Not to mention, every donation gets you entered to win some amazing prizes, including free beer for a year from our friends at Boulevard. Mm, we should have led with that. Yeah, the free beer for a year. Yeah, most likely. So come on out to Center Block on March 6th at 1 p.m. and have fun with us for a great cause. Free beer for a year! This is Debates on Tap. It is good. It's very good. <laughs> Podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. Prowler! I like to know them first. I prowl them. Well, but that's the bit. Welcome to Beats on Tap. This is a wait. I see. Do you guys think that when Zachariah and Ezekiel in their old age, when they look back on their adolescence uh, during their Rumspringa, which as we all know is Bless you. Um, the Amish rite of passage that whenever you get 14, 16 years old, you can go out into the world and experience all the things you can as an Amish person. And then you get the choice to either come back to the Amish community, be baptized in the Amish community, or go out into the world. Do you think that Ezekiel looks at Zechariah and he says, Zechariah, do you ever think about our Rumspringa? How much fun we had? And with a tear in his eye, he looks back at me and says, Amish it. <laughs> it's really annoying. It's really annoying. No, that's fine. <laughs> That's funny. You can let it be funny, Brian. You don't, have, just, to be, you don't have to be cool guy, Brian. At I know. All times. Th- I know that's what our podcast is famous for, but that was just such a long walk. <laughs> yeah. It's funny when you explain your joke. Uh huh. Because we all need. We all need even explain the joke. You were just explaining what Rumspringa Rums, Rums, was. Rums, was. Yeah. 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 I think it's well, one Rumspringa is a fascinating concept. It is, and I think all religions should adopt it <laughs> and use it because go out and just party and just play video games do whatever you want yeah. and then come back if you want to <laughs> i i've always thought that there needs to be a rumspring a themed horror movie oh that'd be awesome right like like somebody from the amish community goes out and they're warned of all these like evils of the world totally and then they experience and then they something actually experience it yeah that's like yeah like an actual demonic possession and then or something. they come running back and it ends with actually the demonic possessions at home the entire so, time whatever whatever if you want to pull a shyamalan style twist at the end uh, twist the beach makes you old <laughs> twist the aliens are actually aliens that was the twist did you guys know that I think the weirdest part to me about old was that they were afraid of water the weirdest thing about old is everything everything about old is I didn't see thing. it but it actually it's 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 fun yeah yeah I would not call it good but it's fun it looked it looked fun and it has a, the most bananas twist ever out of oh, all, most oh, of his oh movies. yeah even more than devil where the elevator actually <laughs> was the bad guy no no the guy was the, the guy was spoiler for devil 15 year old movie the guy was yeah the elevator was the good guy actually <laughs> trying to think of a pun about going down <laughs> oh yeah anyway welcome to debates on tab this is a podcast where we drink we argue and someone wins i'm brian i'm brendan and i am vargas we are the most popular amish podcasts Rumspringa, baby. Out there. Do you think we have an Amish fan base? Definitely. I'm going to say hard no. Yeah, because most of the stuff we talk about, movies, video games, technology, is not really in their wheelhouse, literally, because their wheelhouse they have a wheelhouse. is no no electricity. So, no, I, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think unless they go out on the Rumspringa. Rumsp- also, I, I'm sure it's been done, but that is yeah. definitely my next D&D character. It's the guy who's on Rumspringa. <laughs> He's just going and out. gets caught up in I want to fight demons. <laughs> I want to do all this shit. And, you want to uh, talk about D&D for a second. Listener, I'm D&Ding a campaign for my buddies. Oh, yeah. And I would. Why didn't you invite Vargas and I? Oh, <laughs> well, uh, because I'm putting on a show for their listeners. Oh, okay. Trying to make them convince them that we're all still friends. Yeah, correct. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Our relationships are fine. Fine. I didn't follow you guys in the car when you picked me up today. So <laughs> walking. Uh, no, uh, listener, let me tell you, whenever you're running a D&D campaign and your your party gets to the first <laughs> combat opportunity in what I would consider the prologue yeah. and someone has to do what we call death saving rolls because they die essentially 
you know, that bodes well for the rest of the campaign. You guys sounds like a real fucking bozo. <laughs> What a fun time we have. Oh, man. Speaking of fun times, what uh, what's fueling our fun time? Today? Well, I, it's funny that you bring that up because for several reasons. One, this is Boulevard Brewing Company's new cinnamon bun ale, which is <laughs> that is funny. Delicious. It is really good. And two, you can win. I didn't know if you know this, guys. Free beer for a year from Boulevard Brewing Company. What? What? Will you explain to me exactly how I can win that yeah. excellent Listen, prize? On March Sunday, March 6th at 1 o'clock p.m. Mm-hmm. Central. Central Standard. Central Standard Time in the year of our Lord 2022. Uh, the boys, myself, Vargas, and Brian, will be hosting a charity golf Mario golf tournament for it to benefit Hope House, which is a wonderful charity based in Kansas City. I can't imagine anything more fun than what you just said. Thank you. Let me tell you. It gets. I'm gonna crank it up a notch. It gets better. It gets better. Not only is it our podcast, it's the boys at First Issue Club, the boys at Nightmare Junkhead, and who the hell is this for? My three favorite podcasts yeah. besides this one. Yeah, buddy. And also <laughs> debates. And also we're there. <laughs> and we're there just yelling and screaming and playing Mario Golf at Cinderblock Brewery. Uh, yes, it will be at Cinderblock Brewery. Uh, again, everything will take. We'll be doing donations and raffles for wonderful prizes, which we'll reveal sometime. But the main prizes are free beer for a year at Boulevard and then another fun little thing that we'll probably reveal a little closer to the date. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, if you show up because I swear to God, if you don't show up to this thing, we're going to be pissed. Actually pissed. Pretty mad. We have gotten a donation already from a listener who cannot make the event. Uh, sad to say, but they ponied up and it was amazing. And we are, if we for, had a goal, we would already be halfway there. We I'm would sure. be, we would be doing it in there. Yes. For our hundredth episode, um, his name is Jeff THMS on Twitter. Um, and he donated a hundred dollars to Hope House. So. Yeah, so that's awesome. So thank you, Jeff. Absolutely, uh, big shout out. Uh, so that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. Um, so we smashed our one dollar. We, we already goal. smashed our goal. <laughs> Listen, we talked last week about goals and things we set and like you know things for the future. That's we're already blowing them out of the water, baby. Oh yeah, fucking it up. And let me There's, tell you, if one other person other than the people that are on the podcast show up to this event. That's a success. Yeah, that's a success. I would say. Are we going to have one of those cool thermometers that like fills up <laughs> as we get donations? Yeah, I think we should also do a big check. Oh, yeah. yeah. The thing is, guys, I already blew the budget. <laughs> oh, well, I, we just got a hundred dollar donation. Yeah, so. so we just we just roll that into it, right? And just we'll just we'll just I owe you Hope House. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. Just I owe you the charity. Yeah, uh, uh, it's you may be wondering what are we playing Mario Golf for? We already know it's for Hope House. But yeah, what are, the, what are the stakes? The stakes. We'll probably be saying four. Nice too. You know nice. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four skin. Um, <laughs> we are going. We're, we're playing the winner of the podcast tournament. Right. Gets to name the social media pages. Probably just Twitter. Yeah. For the other three podcasts. So mm-hmm. if we shut down our Twitter, <laughs> we do not have to pony up for that. Yes. I mean, Check. If before Got the it. event, we just shut it down. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Actually, Oops. we shut down our whole podcast. So fuck you guys. I'm not going to worry about it because we're definitely going to win. <laughs> we're so. definitely going to win because let me tell you, I've been talking with the other podcast <laughs> when we're putting it together and I don't want to say that we're swearing in our way a little bit. I, there's no cheating going to be involved, but there's going to be cheating involved. The other podcasts, they're not practicing. I've already been talking to Ty and Jeff from Who the Hell's Is For. They, they're not practicing. I've played 96 holes in the past two days. <laughs> yeah, there's no laughing on Brian's end of the table. Yeah, Greg from First Issue Club, he's too busy playing Animal Crossing. They don't have golf in Animal Crossing. No. Nightmare Junkhead hasn't even heard of Mario because they're too busy talking about horror things. Talking about horror movies. So How fun would it be if they had a Mario Brothers horror movie or game? No, I'd... Well, it's, yeah, it's called well, Luigi's Mansion. I was gonna, yeah. Damn it, I was going <laughs> to start walking there. Uh, got to get there quicker. I know. Take shorter walks. Uh, we're Hypothetically, Luigi's busting ghosts. I don't know. <laughs> it's Luigi's Mansion. Oh, okay. Fun, fun series. It's a great series. It's going to be a lot of fun, and everybody should come. Yes. Now, tell us about this beer that we're currently drinking. Yes, the so Cinnamon Bun Ale. Uh, I was stoked because most of their bigger beers are nine and a half percent nine and a half percent alcohol and taste so smooth real delicious this is a very sweet beer um yeah man imperial imperial brown ale with cinnamon flavor uh, love it i love it i am a big cinnamon fan yeah, cinnamon you, is yeah, you probably are. my favorite like 
spice. I would say it, it absolutely is. Like seriously, I'm not. This isn't a bit. Um, yeah, but I'm. Tr- yeah. When you're not baking, yeah. What do you put in cinnamon on? Uh, you put it in a lot of curries. I don't actually. put it in anything. I know. Um, <laughs> but you put it in like curries and stuff to give it like kind of that earthy ish. Yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? I was listening to him. <laughs> I know, but you just said it like you had made nine curries today, yeah. and you were like, "Yeah, fucking." My something. wife's out of town. When it, <laughs> she hasn't left me. Let's not bring that up. She's just out of town. She's just uh, visiting yeah. her mom. Okay. Yeah. Did she pack for like nine days? Yes. But did she pack a, more than I expect her to be for a weekend. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Big week. A lot of cl- change of clothes. I'm What's sorry. Him? Continue with the curry talk. No, nothing. Why do you think curry I up? Brought, just say it. Why do you think I? Uh, why do you think I brought the nine and a half percent alcohol? Yeah, and beers. I noticed that you've opened four of them. Yeah, Brendan's a sad. We boy don't now. count beers on this podcast, <laughs> Brian. That is true. Curries and what else? Well, it's. I Cin- mean, you put earthy stuff in your curries. Got it. Cinnamon chicken. <laughs> you can't. You can make cinnamon chicken. Absolutely. You actually, you actually probably could. Yeah. Disgusting. No, it it gets disgusting because you pair it with sugar. It's if you don't pair cinnamon with sugar, it becomes its own, its own yeah. flavor. But when when I heard cinnamon beer Mm. i was like oh this is just gonna be like super dark totally totally tastes like a stout and it's not it's not it's It's, not definitely not stout It's a wonderful nice little ale i like it a lot beautiful good stuff great i'm gonna bring it back to dungeons and dragons uh if anybody out there is trying to become a fan of dungeons and dragons or yeah sure uh you can join our join our game come on by (laughs) Tuesday nights uh, at seven thirty at Center Block. Bre- no, oh wait, I'm mixing oh, up things now. I'm, I'm mixing. Up. Somebody's gonna show up at, at Center Block with their like, stuff. There's all. I brought my dice. Uh, I brought my dice caddy. What do I need to do? Uh, my rolling tower. Or if you're already in Dungeons and Dragons and you're just looking sure. for like more uh, media to consume, the Legends of Vox Machina, the animated series from the guys behind Critical Role, long running series, long yeah. running wild, series. Wild. Uh, has debuted a couple weeks ago on Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon, you, you will have access to it. But they kickstarted it wildly successful. Yeah. Um, and I've heard it's really good. It it's is. really fucking good. Yeah. So this the awesome. first season follows. If you're familiar with the sh- uh, the D&D live play show mm-hmm. follows the uh, what's called the Briarwood arc. What's great about it, though, is you don't really need to know much about it right. about the live stream show to enjoy it a lot of it's explained you'll miss easter eggs and things same thing with going into like if if somebody watched captain uh not captain marvel if they watched uh, Ca- mm-hmm. captain america and the winter soldier mm-hmm. without knowing without, without watching knowing, the other they stuff. would understand yeah, totally. exactly what's happening totally but they would miss some like little fun things maybe yeah. right yeah. but you still get to enjoy it and it's uh that's that's the case it's really really well made and it is not for your kids Oh, oh yeah sure oh yeah <laughs> i mean it is gory as fuck it's, uh, it, did you say it's animated right it is animated okay, yeah. yeah they drop a c-bomb um but Cock. it's <laughs> cup <laughs> uh but it's really really good um i and vargas and i've talked multiple times i we kind of don't think they can say like licensed D D terms that's what happened so like with the adventure zone the mackerel right. brothers their long-running D podcast they started putting out graphic novels yeah and they ran into the same thing where they could not the D stuff they incorporated from like the actual books and stuff like that yeah. into their campaign they had to change up a lot of names and stuff like that because it's interesting though because Mercer Matthew yeah, Mercer, the, he's game, like a actual he has helped design person. multiple things mm-hmm. they the the world that this is set in is now D&D official canon like oh, Wizards yeah. of the Coast has published multiple uh, yeah like they've released books. like books and stuff like for the adventure zone they released their first like the, their yeah. bo- their book through Wizards of the Coast so, it's, so, I, so I, I'm it's certain funny. It, it's just funny it, it has to do with the production of when it was made and all this how it was funded and all that right. stuff but so if you're like super super D&D nerd there are going to be some different things but i think it's super easy right. to be like i know what that is. this is still awesome yeah so. and it's also really cool that all the people who play it they're all like voice actors so they voice their own characters their own characters stuff, yeah which so, is really cool uh if you if you have watched critical role but you don't know about this which i would assume is impossible <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> yeah how do you stumble on one and not the other yeah so check it out it's uh it's on amazon prime they release three episodes every friday uh they're going to release their last batch the friday that this comes out yep um 
so yeah, if, if you hear about it on this episode, you'll have plenty to catch up on. It's again, just it's really solid fantasy cartoon. Like, totally. It's really good. And they've already gotten picked up for season two. Oh, that's so cool. So, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't see how they couldn't have, yeah. but they, yeah. they got picked up for season two before season one dropped. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So that's what I've been up to. That's awesome. Uh, I've been a couple things went and saw Jackass forever, which I think is going to save the world at large, you know, <laughs> really. Um, it's nice jumping back in with the Jackass boys. I mean, one, it's just a, a hilarious, fun movie with some new cast members who all do a fun their own thing as well as some older guys and things like that. So it, Jackass Forever is is a lot of fun and it's maybe go back and watch old Jackass stuff and everything. And God, I mean, a while ago we talked about pranks and stuff like that. Yeah, Jackass just has this fun camaraderie and do stuff that is just so just funny to each other and just I don't know. It, I, I always think everything they do is really funny and I think Jackass Forever is a very good entry into the like canon and stuff like that. So it's really great. I do you remember I watched a few red carpet interviews mm-hmm. from Jackass one and it, the guys to this day <laughs> say it's the best prank they ever did. Yeah, their favorite Jackass thing because Var- we know Vargas Vargas uh, isn't a Jackass really boy. not really Jackass boy, but I think even you will appreciate. I'm sure you've seen it. They got their I don't want to say their least favorite cast member, but Aaron McGee, Aaron McGee, mm-hmm. Danger Aaron to dress up as a Islamic terrorist. That was from Jackass number two. But that yes. was from two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was from the original. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's from two. Uh, and they got him dressed up as a terrorist and have a taxi driver drive him to who was an actor. Uh, yes. The guy from Broken Lizard, Chandra Sekar. I can't remember what his first name yeah. is. But yeah, Jay, I think Jay, Jay, yeah, Jay Chandra Sekar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to drive him to the airport and he was supposed to be just racist and threatening and all yes. this stuff. And Aaron did not know that the driver Jay Transacar was in on the bit. So yes, mm-hmm. and it turns it so it's a prank on Aaron, even yeah. though he thought it was a prank on the driver. And oh my, it God. is the, one of the best pranks. He ends up pulling a gun on air, a fake gun on Aaron, puts him in a trunk, trunk. <laughs> like hypothetically shoots Bam Margera. Like it's oh, so goddamn funny, dude. And then the <laughs> the wraparound bit that you find out is that the the oh hair they God, put on yes. Aaron's face to make a beard is all the pubic hair from the other members that they shaved off and put into this thing. Of course it is. And so not Which only is, is it thing that didn't need to be on yeah, the right <laughs> and it is it's brutal and it's so funny because it's still something that works in hindsight because like you think oh he dressed up as a terrorist. That's awful. But you realize no, it's a it's a prank on Aaron himself the fact that he agreed for to do the it, prank. Yeah, yeah. And so it's it's still works in hindsight. I uh, another one of my favorites from that is not from that, but it was from one of the we screenings. Just talk about jackass bits. If you yeah. want him, yeah. <laughs> it's from one of the screenings and it didn't get found out till the screening uh-huh. whenever Knoxville put on face lotion, but they replaced his face lotion with horse cum. Yes, <laughs> and he didn't find out till he was watching <laughs> till the they premiere. watched the premiere. They did it like a yeah, a thing where they're like, hey, we're gonna do a special message for the premiere real quick, and they popped up with Ryan Dunn and Bam Margera putting horse cum into his and then it showed a bunch of videos of him putting the lotion <laughs> on his face and stuff. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, uh, the one that I, I found. So, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of like the physical hurt yourself comedy, totally. but the the bit from the new movie trailer that made me laugh is where they have the the like drink cart. Yes. And they've the, got, the coffee cart. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're like pull the thing out and then the, the like air balloon yes. thing like surprises them and hits them. And they get that a couple times because not only does it hit someone in the face, but then later on they're like, oh, it's already gone. Let's I can actually go in my coffee yeah. now and hits them in the dick. Like yeah. it's really great. That, and there there is a funny. and it's funny because in Jackass Forever because of the pandemic at large, they don't do as much. I think there's only one bit or maybe two bits they do out in the community. So oh, they yeah. they like bring it back like to the core group and there's an all time prank bit that they do on each other. That is just absolutely hysterical that I think is really great and it's titled silence of the lambs. So I'll just leave that for you to for you to peruse and just think about but yeah, it's great um, as well as that. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Legends Arceus, which I think a lot of us have. Yep, it is a shakeup of the Pokemon formula that has probably been needed for a very long time because if you really think about it, Game Freak has only made one Pokemon game and of the many yeah, yeah. <laughs> many iterations of the game. So uh, Arceus is great because it, it shakes up so much. It is not perfect. It is. There are some parts that are very bad, but it is the core of the game. Just going out, catching Pokemon, doing your thing is so much goddamn fun that it, it is so easy just to like, I'm going to drop in and just like go to this one area and just do a couple things. Four and then, it, then it's later. four hours later. And you're like, 
oh my god what am i doing <laughs> right i've and, got a podcast to host yeah and it's great <laughs> um and then last thing i want to talk about is uh nintendo also uh did their big direct where they announced a bunch of new games and finally thank the good lord acknowledge that earthbound and mother exists which is an old rpg from the nes snes era and i was hoping that they would finally finally port mother three to the u.s because mother three the, fu- the finale of that trilogy has never been in the u.s it's only it's a japan only release but we got earthbound on the snes online thing and it's been so much fun playing through that rpg again and it, it's great it's fun it's awesome so that's what i've been doing a lot of yeah i see you on there i mean yeah, i've been doing it you know i have yeah, been doing it yeah earthbound is a, it's a great rpg yeah no wife this weekend yeah I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm forever i'm all by myself who knows yeah. what's gonna happen Vargas, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you been doing um i have actually been gearing up for planet comic-con which i know is not till april um but i've been digging through my old comics trying to figure out what Ooh, what i want to get signed. Take to get signed yeah but yeah um they just announced that john armita jr is going to be there nice yeah um I know that anybody out there who's a comic fan is like, oh, JR, JR. It's kind of the thing to like hate on him. I don't understand. I think that's what Brian was thinking. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Where am I? <laughs> I don't know why he gets so much hate. I, I actually like his art a lot. Um, what are you thinking that you want to take to get him signed? What does uh, he draw? <laughs> what does he draw? I mean, I know he draws Super, comics. Superheroes mostly. What book? Like what shit does he draw? What, would, what would he be known for? Why, and why does he get hate also? Well, so he gets hate because his, his art style is very distinct. It's, it's sorry, about it. we're second issue club now. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we talking about, about number two. We talk about, <laughs> <laughs> we talk about number two. Is that for sure? Um, his art style is very like boxy um, and very cartoony. A lot of a lot of people think that he is only such a big name because of his dad, John Romita senior, who was like a classic Spider-Man artist. He did a lot of work with Stan Lee. Um, and a lot of like classic Spider-Man art is John Romita senior. Um, but JRJR is that's a famous yeah. Spider-Man. That's like a that's, JR, that's JRJR. Yeah. Yeah. That's the 60th anniversary Spider-Man yeah. cover. I mean, it's, his knee looks like it's broken, but that, I but mean, do you see how, yeah, yeah like Var- like Vargas said, it's a little bit more, squared offish like yeah, everything yeah. he does yeah. and cartoony yeah. i see that but like it's not bad like it's when fine. i think of comics that's sort of <laughs> what i think of <laughs> exactly so. that's fine but yeah he's drawn for like spider-man he's drawn for dc stuff like Su- batman superman stuff like that too yeah. so um i was thinking one of my favorite uh comic arcs it was uh, uh rick remender's captain america the oh, lost in dimension z stuff yeah. where captain america gets banished to dimension z and jrjr did all that so i think i might bring my captain oh america and he, number did, one. he wrote punisher war zone yeah that rules that's yeah. so is that cool. where ziltoid lives <laughs> yeah. ziltoid dimension <laughs> Well, I can see why people don't like that. Card. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just big. Like everything, every person he draws like to have a bigger. Who's the guy that drew that uh, really shitty Captain, Captain America? America? <laughs> oh, that's Rob Liefeld. Liefeld, <laughs> the Deadpool guy. He doesn't yeah. know how to draw hands or feet. Or he doesn't do feet. He can't do feet. Yeah. And then yeah, his Captain America was like <laughs> giant All chest. chest. Yeah. Uh, it stuck out a full which you, head length. Which you could tell he looked at a bodybuilder in that pose and went, "That I got it." Right. And then he drew it, and you went, and "That doesn't go bigger. That doesn't." <laughs> Yeah. Life holds his own thing. Yes, um, we could do a whole second issue called about that, dude. So, and I would. Uh, <laughs> I think. Are we going to start a new podcast? Second yeah, second issue club. Issue club. Uh, Another talk. Second issue club. <laughs> so JRJR is going to be there, and of course, the big one for Vargas, Garth Ennis, is going to be there. Oh, buddy! Yes. Yeah, even I know that name because you won't shut the fuck up about it. You are correct, sir. So. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to be there and the the big debate there is like what do I get signed right and like obviously my preacher number one yeah totally my, my boys number one but like I've got you yeah know, you probably have a ton of gu- <laughs> kind of stuff so yeah. much of his what's shit. your what's your I mean don't go on um, your number ones uh, uh, go number twos uh, we want number twos we want number twos no what's your what's your favorite Garth issue production Garth Enos production Garth issue production <laughs> oh like it like the book like his yeah, a run of whatever oh. like what's your favorite like if if somebody was if like, we had to put you on the spot right this second if yeah. i had a gun instead of all the guard and his stuff he's ever done what's your favorite uh probably i mean as of the whole like 72 issue story preacher mm-hmm. oh for sure yeah but which issue of that 
Oh, oh, like a single issue. Yeah. What sto- what like what story? Or, or like what? Like art? Can you is immediately when you're like, oh fuck that. Well, box. so his his teaming it's called a box, right? <laughs> well, his teaming with Steve Dillon is probably what he's most well known for. Um, Dillon did a lot of um, a lot of preacher. He did a lot of he did the whole um, welcome back Frank arc. Oh yeah, that that mm-hmm. um, the the Punisher movie and. T- TV series was kind of based well, on. Yeah, I know. I'm familiar. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, that is probably the stuff that I would tell people. Like if you can find some, I don't want Garth that. Ennis yeah, Steve Dillon, like preacher. Yeah, yeah. Preacher. I'm not asking that. I'm asking mm, what Vargas's favorite is. This is probably a whole conversation that we could. I'm just trying to give him. I, I want what I want is for him to answer and then I'll be and then I was going to say that's what you should take to get signed. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, th- and preacher number one, preacher number, number one would be the yeah. best one to take. Yeah, to him, yeah. Yeah. Not preacher number two. Talk about a long goddamn walk. Well, <laughs> this is why we can't have second issue club because you just go on rants about uh, all things comics. Yeah. And everybody loves it. <laughs> no. Yeah. You don't even love it. I do. I just wanted no. you to answer my question and not. To- That's what I was trying, I was Boys, trying to I'm going to tee it up and let's move on. Don't give me a technical. <laughs> so what did we do last time? Last time we did best training tutorial level from a video game. He's we did, right. We did yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I picked Titanfall. Yes. And I'm going to stick with Titanfall. And, and it's he, good. <laughs> it's good. Here's why. Because I, I was pretty much spot on with my stuff last time. Um, <laughs> well, you pat yourself on I the did, back. I, I you know, the stuff that I said, I was really, <laughs> well, really I right. I didn't proud about like so. convince myself the other way. <laughs> yeah. Where like Titanfall has a loop and it's training thing that makes you better at its own game. Yeah. And I played portal basically to the point where you get both portals, both halves of the gun. Sure. And I was like, all right, that's pretty much. Yeah. The, after like 10, 10 levels. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no question portals, the better game. Yes. So and that's exactly what I was going to say is like, I'll, I'll take that that's por- fine. portal is great because the curve is like the whole game is like perfect. The learning yeah. curve is just is the, the game. game. Yeah, but yeah, in terms of like a training level, mm. I think Titanfall 2 has it. That's fine. So that's okay. I was thinking back on like other tutorials and stuff like that. Yeah, um, like the Witcher 3. It's whole first Dude, area uh, is a tutorial yeah. level. Fucking tell me about it. It's a little too big. It's a it's little a too little much. Too big. And a yeah. little too slow. Because they also try to shove an ass load of story in there. They do. They they shove a lot of story. A lot of catch up. And, and so it's like, <laughs> am I playing the game or is this yes. the demo? Uh, and then yes, also, I doing both. <laughs> off air, I talked to Vargas about. It. I wouldn't do this to Vargas because I know Vargas doesn't like these games. But like Dark Souls, I yeah. think Dark Souls has a great opening tutorial level. It's like a its own thing that teaches you basically everything very quickly about what you need to know about the game. Um, but I would never. I I know Vargas doesn't really dig that stuff, even though it's true. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but yeah, those, I mean, there's so many fun tutorial levels and tutorial things out there. When does the Elden Ring come out? Uh, Is like it just Elden Ring? Two weeks. Yeah. 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 yeah February. The, 25th the other tutorial thing that i thought of after the fact yep. was breath of the wild oh the, yeah the first plateau where yes. it's basically just and then you look out and you're like oh shit yeah yeah because mm-hmm. the whole tutorial part of that is just like the map from ocarina of time right <laughs> and you <laughs> and just wander around and it and just like, kind of gets you used to like the mechanics yeah. and the whole idea of no matter where i stand and look around there's something to look and go yeah. do which is That's the best thing about breath anyway. of the wild so it's awesome. Titanfall two. Nice Sick. job, right guy. Sick. It's a good game. It's a good game. Uh, so this time I asked the boys to give me the best villain. Now the I, best goddamn bad guy. See, I should. I should. I, I should have asked for clarity. Yeah, you should have. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say, and I think I, I think I said, you know, that could be the most right. The you know the or the you worst stuff like that. Yeah, okay. I, I said I left it open for like you. You could say a guy, uh, yeah. like a bad guy you listen to, and you're like. I think it actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, what's his face from Black Panther? Yeah, Killmonger. Mm-hmm. Killmonger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, or Darth just Vader. just just a bad, just a really bad guy. Just did, a really great. I villain. did not pick Cruella Deville because Brennan is anti dog, as discussed in the end of the last episode. <sighs> not anti dog. <laughs> you you are anti dog. Your foot is on Bella right now. Yeah, kicking her. <laughs> 
Get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, Brandon thinks Corella is the good guy in yeah, 101 yeah. Dimensions. Well, there's a dog problem. Well, listen, dog catchers it, are doing If it. you listen to what she says <laughs> and like what she wants, it like kind of makes sense. Like, Did either of you watch the Emma Stone? Yeah, it sucks. Does it? Nah. It's bad. I, did, I didn't. That's why I don't like yeah. <laughs> Dalmatians and shit. <laughs> so I don't but they're still the dogs. good guys. No, you should watch that because it is wild. I don't want to watch it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's not to detour into Cruella for two seconds. It's not bad. It's not fun enough to watch and be like, ha ha ha, this is bad. It's just bad. Yeah. 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 It's not fun. Yeah. I wasn't going to watch it's it. It's girl boss Joker trying to kill Dalmatians. Like, that's what it is. It's that's crazy. not a fun story. That's what they should have titled the movie. It's Girl Gil- Boss Joker. I was hoping when it went on Disney Plus, that's what it would be. Yeah. But, alas. Anyway, you want to go, go first? Or you want me to go first? Give me those. Give me those villains. I can go first. All right. Go ahead. No. Um. So when I think of my favorite kind of villain, I think of like an archetype. So yeah, it's Brian from <laughs> Debates, Debates on, on Tap. tap. <laughs> no. Um. I uh, the archetype that I think of is like the mirror version of the hero. Sure. Right. So totally. somebody who like the either, antithesis. Well, e- either like they grew up similarly and like, oh, they took the different path or they were trained similarly, right. but but for evil instead of good. That's kind of the thing that I think is is cool because you right. have right. you have a hero facing off against somebody who is on the same footing. They're yep. they're equally powered or whatever the whatever however you want to say it. So right. um that to me makes me think of uh, there's a couple similar villains in the James Bond franchise. Oh, um, but I'm going with specifically Francisco Scaramanga from man with the golden gun. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Francisco now <laughs> scary. <Monger. laughs> yeah, it's Killmonger's brother. He's the scary monger. monger. <laughs> It wasn't uh, quite as violent as Gilbert. Yeah, he's man, just man with the golden gun. Man right? with the golden gun. And I brought a, I brought my DVD copy. Wow. So you thank can, you so much. You Is it not? Are those not streaming anywhere? I I don't know if they are, but I don't think they are. I, I think like the last maybe Skyfall was on like Netflix and stuff like that. Like yeah. a couple. Were, I would have figured they would have been on like HBO or something. I'm sure they're somewhere, no. but I thought I'd make it easier on Brendan. Yeah, really and just good. Yeah, bring and make it way easier. Smart. Yes, yeah. indeed, indeed. Um, so DVD though, it's not. 4k so yeah i don't well i don't have the uh, my, my tv my tv won't be able to support it so. <laughs> i don't have the blu-ray copy of that movie from 1974 excuse me <laughs> just spits out the dvd into your drywall <laughs> i come back in two weeks i'm like i, I could just couldn't watch it I, uh, like, I turned it on and like the pixel count was really bad so, <laughs> so brian wins with whatever he's picking on <laughs> blu-ray uh so what what i think makes scaramanga a cool villain is he is actually pretty much better at spy stuff than bond is he, right he's right. he's a talented assassin he was trained as a trick shot in the circus um and th- that's his whole thing i will kill anybody that you pay me a million dollars to kill right with a single bullet i yes. don't i don't need and i'll do better than the best spy exactly that they have to offer exactly i i'm i'm trickier i'm i, I think 10 steps ahead instead of five steps ahead right and that's what's cool about this is bond is constantly on scaramanga's trail right and then even once he finds him out because scaramanga wants to kill bond because he knows totally he knows that bond is like his biggest challenge right so he's the ultimate man's ultimate game yeah yeah (laughs) i mean that's kind of that's like the last 30 minutes of the movie oh really they're on well i don't want to spoil anything i guess if you haven't seen it but they're, they're, it's been a long time since I've seen a lot of the older Bond movies. Yeah. So, so the, they they have a face off at the end of the movie. Totally. Um, and and it really comes down to who is the better of the two at at right shooting. Oh yeah. Bond's got his Walther and Scaramanga's got his golden gun with the single bullet. Who's gonna win? Now in the movie, is it like Goldeneye where it is it kills the man instantly? Well, that's why it's one shot, one kill, because he's such a good shot. It's oh. not the gun. It's his skill. I just thought that like the gun, the way they made the gun and the way they made the bullet was just it was just that goddamn good. No, no matter where they like blew up. It just blew you up. <laughs> nope. It's just him. It's just him and his skill. Wow. And again, that's what I think is so cool, is that yeah. he's got basically all of James Bond's skills almost just that's like sliver of a hair better mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very cool so that's the one where james bond dies then has to be who knows if it's a hair better who knows 
You haven't seen Man with a Golden Gun, Franchi- Francisco or Francisca? Francisco. Francisco Scaramanga. Nice. Now, I have a different interpretation of villains. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I can't wait. Because this is going to be look and another Brian. Yeah. We're going to yeah. dive into Brian's thing. We don't have time for that, and I don't pay you guys for that. <laughs> uh, th- th- there's the thing. The th- <laughs> this is the thing, right? The thing is, he's going to say something like Luke Skywalker. Now, no, hear me out. no, no, hear no, me out. no, no, no. I would never. I, uh, I just villain is a tricky word because, of course, there, you know, there are the Adolf Hitlers of the world where it's like, yes, of course, you're wrong. This is your famously Time Magazine's man of the year in 1938. Yeah, and his totally. only accolade. Yep. <laughs> the only good thing that guy ever did, right? What he's known for. <laughs> uh, but, it, you know, and in movies, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's what we were supposed to expect from Darth Vader. He's in all black. He's got a red lightsaber. Totally. And all these, all this imagery and stuff. He, and he chokes people. The first time you see the dude, he's, he's choking, choking people out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there are those villains. There right. are villains like Killmonger, which to, uh, that's where it gets tricky. Is because to me, I right. don't because he was right in that whole movie. And at the end of the movie, Black Panther's like, oh shit, he was right. He there was are right, some kind of got to kill him anyway. This is what I hate about humans is that sometimes I agree with him <laughs> because <laughs> because when you when you talk to the assholes at the bar like we talked about a few episodes ago they're like oh this is this now this the guy I'm talking about was not correct about anything but sometimes they're like yeah I do whatever it takes to like blah blah and it's like yeah that that is a good point like we should end world hunger by killing a billion people. I get it. Yeah, like Thanos. Oh, yeah. Brian's going to pick Thanos. I'm not going to pick Thanos. Oh, okay. Because oh, that was Thanos' he's whole a hero. thing. Yeah. I'm just saying, even even though people... Thanos, Thanos made sense because, hey... This is what I'm saying. Even though people are like, oh, it was cartoonish because he killed so many bill- trillions and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, but he's got a fucking point. Did he get the job done? He, he got, got the, the job, job done. He got the goddamn job done. And then what the Avengers did? came in and they undid fucked it all. Up. Yeah, Thanos was right. Put it on my coffee mug. <laughs> I'm just saying villains get tricky sometimes. <laughs> Could you imagine? Sorry. If they had like a side story that was just like, oh, thank God our village is saved because, you know, of course, the loss of all of our family and friends is awful, but we have enough food to feed everybody. And then five years later, everyone comes back and you're like, oh, we don't have enough rice to feed everybody anymore. We have even less rice than we did when you all were here. The Start the lottery time. system back up. And then we have the hunger games. <laughs> okay, now. Now that I've gotten that out of the yeah, totally. Okay, I'm just saying. Sometimes it takes more yeah. than just uh, a pin. Yes. to get shit done. Totally. Sometimes you have to kill three billion people. <laughs> so let's hear. It. Who's your villain? Are you familiar with the movie The Little Mermaid? <laughs> yes, of course. Okay. The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I would label her a simple. <laughs> Because well, when she gets her feet, she can't she, speak. She she cannot speak when she has feet. When she has feet, she can't speak. Number one. Yeah, totally. Number, number two, she hoards. Science bitch. Let's say that. Let's say number that. three, she thinks a fork goes in your hair. She's fascinated by these. Yeah, she's fascinated by, by shiny stuff from, from yes, from the, she from is the surface. Simple. Yes, what, that is I, that I need to establish that first and foremost. Let her enjoy stuff, Brian. I do. I'm Don't just establishing little her because she, she can't speak when she has feet. And then when she doesn't have feet, she's thinking she's forks fine. go in your hair. Could you imagine? If she you doesn't saw, know. No, think about that. If you saw someone walk around with a fork in their hair. Yeah, well, what, if I saw somebody walk around with, uh, say, a ponytail that was tied up with a piece of seaweed. Because I don't know how mermaids you use seaweed. Talk to them either. I don't know how mermaids use seaweed. They don't know how we use forks. I'm just I mm-hmm. my you need what I need to establish first is that Ariel is a simple. <laughs> totally from the from the <laughs> from the beloved get-go. from the beloved movie Little Mermaid. Yes. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Second, what we need to establish is that octopi mm-hmm. octopuses. <laughs> Octipodes, octopodes, <laughs> are scary creatures. We don't know how they operate. We know they're very smart. They are kind of scary, but they they like climb on board of ships and like grab scuba divers' legs to try and take them back into the ocean. Yeah, they're going to take over the world. We get they're it. They're smart as fuck. They're though. smart as that's what I'm saying. They're smart as fuck, and I but think they do that's have that what, little beak. That's scary. Dude, do scary. That's what makes them scary. They have the little suckers on eight, not just one, not just not one, two, not six, eight, eight. It's fucking scary, bro. So Ursula. <laughs> Sure. Not only did she, so she got expelled from Atlantis 
King Triton. Yes. Uh, it, it's never really explained why she got expelled, at least in now I'm, I'm speaking specifically to the mermaid. I haven't seen we're, like, we're talking two. about. Yeah, we're talking about the the 1989 movie. Yeah, you haven't seen the the mermaid expanded universe. I have not seen the, <laughs> the MEU, um, but so sh- she was expelled from right. the city and she was uh, very um, she was bitter about that. Yeah, so she anything to do anything to get back in and her way to get back in was to somehow Mm -hmm. get one of triton's daughters well how about the youngest daughter he's got like fucking 10 of them the youngest and and the best singer and the dumbest and the most simple (laughs) she's a great she has a great singing voice great singing great singing voice dumb as nails now (laughs) so she, she she easily fools this okay another she was wrong about sharks she told flounder there were no sharks immediately as soon as she said that a shark showed up immediately they were exploring a shipwreck because she was looking for another goddamn probably a spoon and immediately after she says flounder everything's going to be okay which flounder's the most underrepresented character in that movie he is a gem and a national treasure and should never be trifled with now she says it's safe there are no sharks immediately a shark shows up so ursula easily fools Ariel into signing this contract, which again on the D and D thing, she is uh, like a devil in the D and D universe where everything is bound by contract. And it's like, <laughs> nobody can go against it. This is true. Like right, as right, soon right. as she has it in paper and this magical parchment, like it's done. Even King Triton's like, Oh shit, this is real. But we see cut two when she's trying to, I can't remember if it's when she's trying to get Ariel to sign it or when she's just talking to her pet eels. Mm-hmm. We see all these people. She has tricked and signed these contracts. The little worms, right? They're little yeah. like tiny little like neck necrotic yeah, worms, right? But they used to be full fledged mermaids. So she's turning all this. She's not killing them, which is a mercy. Some people would say. Yeah, which is actually not, not a bad thing. Not always a bad thing <laughs> to kill them. I'm just That's saying I'm saying, but she's keeping them as these tiny little worms to fuck around with. So the contract is if you go uh, Ariel fell in love with this, uh, this other dumb, simple uh, man who couldn't, who was a sailor, but immediately drowned, even though he was holding on to a board while Prince he was in the, Eric, Prince what Eric idiot. So she falls in love with Prince Eric again, doesn't know the man, but fell in love with him. Another sign of a simple. <laughs> so this happens. She, everything is explained. So, Ursula says if you can if you can get love's true kiss by the third sunset I'll, I'll give you legs right her whole Ariel's whole thing is she laments not having legs yeah she doesn't want to swim around with she wants to be on the surface weird world. tail anymore she no. wants to be where the people are she wants to be where the people are <laughs> uh, and she laments being with the fish and so Ursula says well if you can get him to give you love's true kiss by the third sunset you will uh, be forever human and right. you can live out your days and blah 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 but if you don't you come back you're, you're a fish a, person you're, you're gonna be, be simple you'll again. be a worm thing you're gonna be a, a she worm. doesn't tell her that though right she's she's yeah, like she Ursula's like a monkey paw she tells her that right. you're gonna be a worm she says well she says you're gonna be mine forever okay yeah, yeah right right but as if it wasn't enough price to pay to say if you don't get the thing done mm-hmm. you stay with me forever Right. You also have to give me your voice. Oh, now your beautiful singing. It's voice. framed in this scene as only singing voice, right? It's uh, it's that's what. Yes, that's, so what, that's, what, that's what she's assumed, losing yes. because she starts singing and that's what Ursula takes from right. her. Probably a nice old ditty. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's some good songs. In that movie. And then she gets on land and she can't talk to her betrothed. Right. It's a gotcha moment. It's a gotcha moment. Now we're about to go to stage two of this argument. But what if I told you, Brendan? Yeah. Oh, that Ursula is not the true villain of this story. Yeah, obviously that was going to be my counter argument was that Prince Eric is clearly the bigger villain. Prince Eric (laughs) is the villain here and we're going to get into it on part two. Go ahead, Vargas. Damn it. That was going to be my counter argument was that Ursula Uh, is not the villain. Well, now I want to hear Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so interested in this argument. Go ahead. I mean, obviously Prince Eric a man who tries to marry this clearly simple girl who I'll, can't. I'm gonna. Do, I'm gonna do speak. all. The, this is all. Yeah. I mean, go ahead. <laughs> argue for me because you're proving my point. Go ahead. <laughs> why, why is that a bath? So like, three hmm. three days he gets this woman to marry him, and she, he's never spoken to her. 
Keep mm-hmm. going. <laughs> to fuel for the fire, baby. Yeah. What, Prince Eric is the villain. What what year was Man with the Golden Gun made and everything? 1974. Wow. And who was the Bond during that time? It was Roger Moore's first movie. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Um, who played Francisco Scaramanga? Good, good ask, Brennan. Christopher Lee. <laughs> yeah. What? Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Really? Yep. Fame, for, famous for narrating metal, heavy metal albums. Christopher Lee, who secondly famous for Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, as we all know, he was in that. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Fun fact. So not only did he actually yeah. meet in person J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh yeah, he is. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get this wrong. He's like step cousins. <laughs> yes, with right. Uh, uh, Ian Fleming. Yes, the creator of James Bond. Yes, he is somehow related to the original creator. Of so you're saying yeah, he got James the part Bond. from nepotism? Negative. He got the part because he's a fucking badass with giant balls. Hollywood nepotism. What? <laughs> so yes, this, this is my whole thing, right? Is Man with the Golden Gun a good James Bond movie? Let's hear it. Arguable. The movie, the movie is not the best Bond movie. Gotcha. Because it is, like you said, Roger Moore's first outing. It's, They're kind of getting their legs they, underneath them. One of your top three, I thought. I love that movie, but I love it because yeah. of the plot points that it has. Gotcha. Not necessarily the movie as it exists as a whole. Right. Um, it, what, what are your top three Bond movies? I mean, I, is man with the golden gun man, actually up man there with the golden gun is probably up there i know my boy yeah yeah because i love the idea of bond having to face off against basically An- another James bond, bond right? right right and so side to that i almost picked because there's there's a similar plot point in uh from russia with love mm-hmm. which is a, clearly a better movie um sure uh that's sean connery right that's sean connery right. is the second james bond movie and um shaw robert shaw plays oh, yeah. the assassin robert shaw rules dude robert, robert shaw totally rules he plays the assassin who's trying to kill james bond but gotcha but that character is weaker the movie mm. is better the character is weaker similar to goldeneye right? yes trevelyan yeah trevelyan yeah. he's a he's a i was gonna say uh, there's it's gold bond goes in like cycles yeah. right like yeah but but that goes to show yeah. how good this idea totally of the anti-bond is right it shows up over and over and over again and again i think in terms of the character in terms right. of the villain man with the golden gun is where it's at its well, best and christopher lee man like that that alone kind of elevates it a little bit you know what i yeah. mean like like you said it, it it's not necessarily the best bond movie right. but because not only is it christopher lee but it's this great villain right elevates it even more exactly hmm. and there i mean there's so many great scenes and there's like i said the last whatever 30 45 minutes of totally. the movie where they have their face off there's the whole scene where christopher lee is in with one of his like villainous whatever mob boss buddies whatever totally and they're having conversation and christopher lee uh is just pulling out all these like objects from his jacket pocket and like putting them on a desk uh-huh and having this conversation with this guy, you know, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that, whatever. And you f- see eventually that he's pulling out this cigarette case and this lighter and this pen and this cufflink, and he assembles his golden gun out of this like bullshit that he has in his pockets. Ah. He snuck the gun past security right. with all this like random bric a brac he has in his pockets. Interesting. Which again, that's a total James Bond move, right? right? That's right. something that is a gadget that Bond right. would have right something he can make he just has of, to have q assemble yeah, exactly yeah. right yeah so hmm. the 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 character again the movie arguable is it good okay fine whatever it's fine that's yeah. not the conversation we're having the right. conversation we're having is is this villain a top villain in the history of totally film? totally and, and again totally you take the hero mm-hmm. and this is his exact counterpoint right hmm very interesting now Back to my argument. Back to my thing. Uh-huh. Now, Prince about, Eric, about how Ursula is the total absolute villain, right? Uh, she is a red herring. She's <laughs> oh. a red octopus. <laughs> no, I think she's black, and her skin's very like purplish white. Yeah, yeah, but she's got she's she's great ass. like, and she has a great ass, and it's very, she's very green lighting around her. Too. Yeah, yeah, it's a good stuff. She's thick. She thick. She is thick. But Prince Eric, as Vargas had already uh, gracefully. And graciously uh, mentioned, right? This poor, simple woman who's new to the surface life. Yes, 
three days. Yeah. And he's already ready to marry her. Now, of course, Sebastian's song and totally. their little uh, Under river, the Sea. Not that one. Uh, kiss, oh, kiss the girl. Kiss the girl. Gotcha. Yeah. Really? That really good pretty, song. That was pretty good. Flounder fits in perfectly with the choreographed <laughs> uh, fishes there. Do you but, think they practice that stuff like in the world? <laughs> you think they like were like no, no, Flounder? I need you. I need you. Like, what else are you gonna do? Well, you're a fish. But it's se- true. But Sebastian is an orchestra conductor. That's so true. He, he would is know how to run that he stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he falls in love with this voice that he heard while he was drowning. And this voice, of course, was the voice of Ariel oh, who saved him, right? right so all he had right. was the voice in his head. It's been a long time since I've seen a little mermaid. And then whenever she gets her leg, she's on a rock, and Prince Eric's dog comes up and is like barking at her, blah, blah, blah. And he's cute like, ass dog. Isn't it like a really bushy course. dog? Yeah. Like, yeah, bush. can't even see his big, eyes. Yeah, big guy. Yeah. yeah. I'm convinced the guy couldn't draw ant- dog eyes. Oh, Rob Liefeld was. Yeah, it was <laughs> the <laughs> Liefeld situation. <laughs> but uh, so he's like, he's on the eyes like two like giant. <laughs> He's like, no, that doesn't fit on the dog, dude. Director's just like, can you, what about what yeah, if we m- cover it up? Fame, famous animators, directors, Musker and Clements. It's like, have you ever seen a dog? And the animator's like, yeah, I've seen dogs. Yeah, 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 yeah dogs. Yeah, yeah. They got four, four legs. Yeah, and uh, eyes. <laughs> <laughs> right? So uh, Prince Eric is like, you seem very familiar. And, right. uh, anyway, he ends up, he's basically fighting his feelings because yes. he's like this. I fell in love with the voice. You can't speak. So it obviously wasn't you. Yeah. Let me find the bitch. I already that did s- speak. Yeah. I already said I was going to marry this voice, which a conviction that you're going to marry a disembodied voice is sign of a sociopath. Now, someone whose marriage is fine. I can tell <laughs> you that marrying someone's voice is not the way to go. So it's a weird sociopathic move. So we go on from there. Everybody's pressuring him. By the way, my final argument is that humans are the villain in this movie, <laughs> and I will get there in yeah. third stage. I promise. Right. But so, so your wraparound thing is that Prince Eric is the actual villain of the movie. Humans are the actual villain of the movie. Gotcha. This is step two. This is to get okay. you to that. Point I see what you're because you're Prince Eric. Yeah. Not only did was he all in, he was like, "Oh, you know what? I am going to marry this voiceless girl." Does she brush her? Which is actually a scene yeah, in the movie. She brushes the movie, yeah. her hair with a comb while he's watching her through the window, which stalker alert. Well, I mean, she has great red hair. I thought you could say she has a great rack. <laughs> Listen, it's not bad. It's is, not bad. Is she 16? Maybe, but <laughs> mermaid years are different. We don't know how mermaid. We years don't work. know how mermaid years work. Okay, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Does, we, did you know the knows. voice actor for Prince Eric was actually like 15, 16 and whenever he did the part, they were like, oh, we don't know if we want to do have him do the voice of Prince Eric. Then he did the voice and they're like, that actually sounds like really good. That's really interesting. It does. It, it sounds like a young 20s. It sounds like a, a man. Wow. And the dude was actually like 15 years old. That's impressive. Isn't that wild? So he it's is wild. watching her and all this stuff. Yeah, he's watching her. He's committed. He's like, he's, he's letting everybody else. He's like, you know what? Like this town does need a princess and this girl's fine. She's slower. She can't talk. She's got feet. But she seems fine. And so he was going to marry her off the basis of other people's uh, reaction to it and him just saying, you know what? She is all right. Mm-hmm. But then guess what? what? Then somebody with a voice comes along that he's never met. And, and he is like, now immediately saying he's like that voice. I don't want this person that I just spent yep. two and a half days with. Instead, I'm gonna marry. <laughs> and now he's going to marry this girl who right. the next day he hears her at night. Yeah, it is implied that they go and meet each other. They are now on the next day. They go on a ship in the middle of the ocean to marry. So he's willing to marry this girl who is Ursula in disguise with Ariel's voice. That's right. I was going to say because it, it's some sh- shady shenanigans. It is. Right? That's right. Because remember Ursula's pet eels tipped the boat over before Ariel. That's right. And Prince but Eric a- kiss. That, that's the that whole thing about Ursula being and that could go back to like Ursula's whole monkey paw thing. Like, could, yeah, sure, it was you, just a plot you, can, point. you can marry him if, you know, you get Trilla's first kiss. And then she and voice. And, yeah. but, oh, I realize that the voice is what he loves. I'm a it would have worked. I'm going to slide yeah. in there my slippery eels. It would have been a, a very quick move. That's interesting. So they go out and they're in, the, you know, and then all the shit happens and blah, blah, blah. Right. All Ariel's friends fuck with the wedding and, and it <laughs> turns out that Ursula like comes out and becomes Ursula again, right? And becomes right. a giant version of Ursula. Some for some reason. Yeah, she sit on anybody. She's, she's like, a sea witch. 
Yeah, I know, but why isn't she just a sea witch all the time instead of a, a normal octopus with a lady head and a huge rack? That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Does she like sit on anybody? Is she like step? Doesn't. Does she like does, with her does, tentacles like step on? Anybody? Yeah, does mommy like sit on me? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, and then Prince Eric uh, ends up. I love oh, how this is just the plot of Little Mermaid. Right? Yeah, I'm like, well, in, I'm like enraptured. Because, I'm like really into this because well, the, but my point is that Eric then once he realizes, oh, she's not a beautiful girl with a voice. You know what? The simpleton was fine. Yeah, I will marry her. So he stabs Ursula with the bow of a ship and then they get married. Does he stab her because he's just like, no, I don't want to marry this bitch. You want to marry the other lady? Well, it's because she's a giant octopode. Oh, it's because she's bad. Yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. The way he, he said it at it. first was that like, no, he was just like, no, I just want to marry this other chick. I'm going to stab this lady with my ship. But then after he does that, he learns mm-hmm. that he is taking this very attractive, but very simple woman from yes, her home from, yeah. where everyone loves her. Yes. Where she can never, ever go again. Right. So he's being selfish taking whereas and he knows that he knows he that. understands that right? he it was explained to her to him by I think Ariel and King Triton right and whereas he doesn't like really anyone on the surface. So why can't he just become a mermaid and go down with her? He doesn't want to do that. He wants to take her from her home. Oh, yeah in a torturous marriage <laughs> where she will never be able to be home again and always have feet and keep brushing her hair. But hey, with you know what she does have huge rack <laughs> no well that's ursula a voice i was gonna say knees but knees um while all of that is technically well, I, true. I, i'm sorry i'm sorry time out the lighthouse did show that you can't have sex with a with a mermaid so she could keep she, her tail that's true she can keep her tail yeah also cold skin it's a good movie maybe you think that anatomically that as a mermaid she had the parts to no, she would spray her eggs all over, and then you would have to uh, all over the eggs you have to, to power fertilize right. the salmon situation. I got, yeah, I got, I got. Well, you think it, but you think of like a seahorse thing where like Prince Eric carries the eggs. He can carry them in his hands. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Just carries them around constantly. <laughs> yeah, guys, don't touch my eggs. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Continue. Well, and then, well, what? Real quick, maybe at, at the very end. Yeah. For, or or tell my third argument. <laughs> Which leads me to uh, that. That leads me to that humans. Right. Including Prince Eric, yes, are the true villain, right, right, of Little Mermaid. Doesn't Prince, Prince Eric has like a manservant, doesn't he? He does have. A manservant. I'll get into it. Well, for if, my if humans, <laughs> if humans are the bad guy, then I also win. I was going to say Francisco Scaramanga. In my movie, I said in human, Little Mermaid. I didn't say all humans ever. I mean, human. All humans ever are the bad guy, but in he's my not, movie, he's not not a human. That's for darn. That's sure. for darn sure. Is, only- is Fresca Montague in Little Mermaid? We don't know. It's I'm fun. asking you. I haven't watched Little Mermaid, and you know what? I've watched Man with a Golden Gun. <laughs> Have you never seen? Little I mean, Mermaid? I've seen it. Oh, it's okay. been forty-eight years. A long time. <laughs> How long time? Uh, while all of that is like on paper, technically true, right? It's all. <laughs> It's all. How do you interpret it, right? Because by the rules of the movie, that's true. By the rules of the movie, who is the bad guy? By the rules of the movie, Prince Eric and Ariel have true love's first kiss. That's true. So yes, did they did they meet over a long weekend? Yes. Yes. <laughs> did did he did he ditch Ariel for who he thought was ac- actually actually Ariel? Ariel. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But at the end of the day, who did he marry? The magic magic. Uh, totally uninterested in human relationships. The magic yes. contract stipulates that true love's first kiss happened, right? And Ariel is free from the curse. Bing, bang, boom. The the love that they share is real. She wanted to be where the people are, so she was right. Can she see her father? Yes, he can come right up to the water and talk to her anytime he wants. But she wanted to be where the people are. Wow, I, I think he's got you backed into a corner right now. Love's first kiss. It happened. It happened. You can't argue that they weren't in love at the end of that movie. That's true. The magic contract enforced that. Mm-hmm. What, I, what I would say to that is that sociopaths are very good at manipulating people's emotions. That wouldn't right. be true. Love's first kiss. The magic contract would not allow for a sociopath because <laughs> that would not be true love. That would be false false love. That's true. And that that Ariel, is illegal in the magical binding contract. Thank you. Ariel is too simple to understand no. what true love is. No, she's not. It, 
the, the contract wouldn't even be able to be signed if she wouldn't know what true love was. This yeah. is not this is not a legal argument. This is a magical argument. It's true. We're not getting into le- we're not a legal podcast. So during even though if you want illegal advice, we'll get to you during <laughs> no, you jungle gotta, law. You, hit us you, up, you man. Gotta contact we'll jungle see you March six. <laughs> Let's hope uh, dur- uh, over the course of the movie. Anytime you're underwater, yeah. Triton is when you're under the sea, when you're under the sea, under the sea. Did Tri- you know originally yeah. that actor who played Sebastian, he just was doing it as a, like a regular English accent because the actor is not like Jamaican Caribbean or whatever. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> what? they said, why don't you try it a little bit more Caribbean because we have this fun like j- like jingle like under the sea and it only works if you say duh. Yeah. And so they're like, why don't you do a little black voice? Well, he's a black man who plays Sebastian oh, anyway, so good. it's not racist. So who's the real racist, Brian? Oh, the guy who assumed that Disney cast only white people in their voice acting. Yeah, I mean, I think of the majority of the cast. I think he's the only black man. In the cast. Well, you know what? <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, that makes sense that you have because you have to do it for the jingle. But during the Triton is overprotective. Yeah, That's, totally. Uh, he's a dad. Know, he's a dad. But anytime that the fish people, the mermaids talk about being under the sea and, and with each other, it's only positive. Right. Whereas anytime they talk about the humans, it's always negative. Right. Oh, totally. Right, 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 right. And then some of the first interaction you have because it's the like humans, overfishing ever come up in those movies or anything? not overfishing, but fishing. Oh, uh, Triton talks about it. You know, right. all, all the, uh, I think even flounder and, and Sebastian talk about it. Yes. Um, and then one of the scenes you have with a French cook who is has his own musical number where Sebastian's trying to survive. <laughs> oh, that's right. And all you see are Sebastian's people. He may know right getting sliced and diced and Sebastian's running for his life. And this maniac is killing all of his friends this and maniac family French cook. Yeah, just imagine a horror movie where you, Brendan is running from a guy. And meanwhile, he's jolly singing while this guy is killing Vargas and Molly and Brendan and well, not Brendan, but Brian and and uh, anybody else, you know, oh, that's you just said, you said a nightmare or like, <laughs> no, that's just Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. And that's a scene in this movie uh-huh. that involves a human. Gotcha another scene okay these these <laughs> uh these four women are, are all washing clothes i think they're the servants to the kingdom yeah they are they are they washing them how they're washing them well <laughs> it's not that kind of scene oh i'm sorry but they're washing clothes and they're gossiping bad gossip uh-huh. about is other it, humans all gossip bad you know what it i mean is. like come on now in the grand scheme of things and while they're doing it they have the the washboards yes and they run so bad they torture sebastian they, not only do they waterboard him, but they run him across the waterboard. <laughs> okay. Waterboard. So, you mean a washboard? So let's, <laughs> no, I mean a waterboard. Nice. So let's final argument wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. Humans. Okay. Humans are the, the, the bad guy. Vargas, anything final Watch you Watch the movie. You'll say. see. Yeah. I think Brian want to step too far. You should have stuck with Prince Eric. Yeah. <laughs> Got to do it for the love of the game. Dude. Okay. So to, to summarize, which I don't think we have enough time to summarize. This is our podcast. Vargas brought me man with a golden gun specifically Francis Francisco Scaramanga yep. played by Christopher Lee uh, Brian basically highlight everyone in the movie <laughs> humans <laughs> Ursula fish people Triton her eels are called flotsam and jetsam other thing is really fun. Yeah, it's awesome. yeah. 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 Okay. I, I'm going to go with Vargas ah, don't know about that. You want to step too far. <laughs> <laughs> I think because right right this second Brian did step just a hair too far. Oh, wait till you watch the movie, man. And, I, and I'm going to listen to this again, and I want to say rambling, but <laughs> you think I rambled? I don't know what you did. You think I rambled? No, no, you did fine. Well, okay, so I'm going to pick. I'm going to I'm going to say with Vargas. It's called A to B to C. And next time we're going to wrap this up. Uh, what are we doing next time, well, Brian? Well, one thing I want to tell you is: wait till you watch the movie. Wait till you watch the scenes. Watch it with what I said in mind. And cut it. No, yeah, don't cut yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you can keep talking. Guys, next time, I'm going to bring this back to its roots. I'm going to bring this podcast back to its roots. What's wait, the l- best debates on tap episode? Wait, let me put, let me put, my, let me put my headphones back yeah, on. Why don't you take your headphones off? Because I thought you were going to just riff for a little while. I was going to go to some mouse for a little bit. No, no, I know. I know what's up. Oh, are we doing like a legacy episode? It's not a legacy. I'm just, because, you know, why we started it. We talked about it sort of on another thing. A yeah. little bit, I think. Very, very soon. But, you know, arguments in the bar with friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Guys, I want you to bring me your two best hot takes just in general. Mm. You're just general hot takes. 
takes that would be considered hot by the general populace. Let me let me ask real fast. Yeah. On that software editing stuff, you have, can <laughs> yeah, you like bleep yeah, things yeah. out? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just double checking. And I want you to... to two, I, two hot takes. Two hot takes. About anything? About anything. I really... I Honestly, I don't want you to tailor them to me either. I'd rather them not be tailored to me because what I want... Fuck, jaywalkers are bad. Just cross <laughs> that right out. What I, well, that's not a hot take. Everybody already knows that. What I want... Walking is down I the want center of the <laughs> lane and the fucking everybody already knows that too. You guys are just talking about shit. Everybody knows. Right, 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 right. What I want is to be swayed. I'm gonna, oh, sh- I do. I do oh, see why good you believe hot. that. Okay, the I most do see why you think the most that. right hot takes. I think you have to be most right. Just convey me, convince me with your. Can argument. I ask questions? <laughs> yeah. Why two? Because I figured one would. Uh, you might run out of stuff. Because sometimes hot takes are like. You can explain it in a sentence why yeah. it's a hot take. You know how long you spent talking about Little Mermaid today? That's shit to say, man. Okay, it's a two. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Two hot takes of Sway Brian, yeah. but not aimed. Don't tailor it to I me. Don't, then we don't want to tailor it, Brian. Yeah, don't don't pander to me. So jaywalking's out, walking slowly in a... Bella's the best dog. Bella, Bella Bell's best dog is out. Yeah, they can be positive hot takes. Okay. I got it. Brian's the handsomest. Not a hot take. Oh, you're right, right. right. Stuff everybody already knows. It's out. <laughs> Very good. Remember if that. you pander that to me, I'm going to count off points. No, remember that for next time. <laughs> I pre-pandered. Let me tell you, as we wrap this thing up, I think this 9.5% alcohol worked. Let me tell you. I had this. I had it all worked out yesterday. I, I was in the shower. Not I was uh, not under the shower, but Ooh, I was in make the sure shower. Make sure bleep it. Make sure bleep it. Make sure bleep it. All right. I was saying shit, man. Mm-hmm. March 6th, 1 p.m. <laughs> March 6, 1 p.m. Cinder Block. Make That's sure right. you come out to our charity event. We're going to be giving away prizes for donations. We're going to be playing some Mario Golf. Uh, I, Vargas, am going to be emceeing. So, and then we'll rotate through other members of the other, other podcasts to, yeah. uh, to riff. And so it won't yeah, be yeah. just us just... I'm not going to be talking you at be, you. Well, and you won't I mean, just I watch be. us just playing golf. Correct. Like, it's not going to be that. No, it's going to be fun. It's going to be Vargas on a microphone with other people. It'll basically be talking. a live episode. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. Yeah. Um, but... The, the most important thing we're, we're trying to get a lot of money for hope house, right? So that's first second that's, is to show up at center block. Yeah. Third if you is don't to beat the shit out of these other podcasts and right. golf, which we're going to do, which really shouldn't be. Yeah, where I mean, <laughs> that's a given. Come on, yeah. check. Come on. Check check that, that let's roll. Let's roll that down the list a little bit. Yeah, Brian, where can the people find us? They can find us online. They can find us uh, anywhere. You listen to podcasts. You can find us subscribe to us. Uh, we're still on Spotify just because we aren't big enough to make a difference if we left. So we're not going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We're not making that Neil Young money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, subscribe to us. It helps us out a lot. You can find us on social media. Uh, at debates on tap. You can find us on Instagram debates on pictures. You can find us on email debates on fans at gmail.com. You got it. You nailed it, baby. I always do like that argument. Humans are bad. That's right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.